1: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present The show that is everything Oilers Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by
0: Digitex Office supplies at huge savings
1: Yeah, Digitex does that
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X C-A On Oilers Radio 630 Ched. 108 in Edmonton, our number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex want to wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. When the province gets back up and at them. Wonder when that's gonna be. Uh the River Cree Resort Casino will be back up and at em. You can also text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, Ashley Five Floors, providing winning results for over thirty-five years. We're on Twitter, and on winners now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott uh, with two E's and two T's. SportsNets back, Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta, the seven thousand men and women employed in our province's horse racing and breeding industry. Spec just before we bring you in i'm gonna bang a text off on the ashley fine floors text line bob says mark former defenseman mark if polly becomes no more than dustin penner uh his being drafted fourth overall would be a win i appreciate i would appreciate more longevity than penner's career but the quality of upside would be enough well right now they don't even play like the same kind of guys. Like, Dustin Penner almost played like a European big man in soccer. Like, he didn't always physically engage the way every coach wanted to see him get engaged, but he could make plays that you would think might have been of a five foot seven, five foot eight, five foot nine skilled guy. Spec, I talked about the 83 Portland Winterhawks in yesterday's show. They had guys like Elfie, mm-hmm. Elfie Turcott and Ray Ferraro. Ray Ferraro played 1200 games in the NHL. Elfie Turcott, uh, his son, uh, won the gold medal with the Americans. Alex Turcott, LA Kings, uh, uh pick, uh, you know, they, guys like that, uh, Juremchuk, as you know, first-round pick of Chicago, smaller-skilled guy. Like, Dustin Penner had great hands for a big man, but he didn't play in straight lines, and he wasn't the first guy you had the four-check. That's what's, that's what's crazy about what's happening with Paul Yarvey here is he's doing the sort of things that a coach goes, I can't help but put this guy up there because of how he's playing because we can trust him and rely on him to do the simple, hard, and effective things.
1: Well, first of all, I'm not entering into any conversation that compares Dustin Penner. Jesse Pulley has done nothing to be compared to Dustin Penner at this point. Right. So, let's. But the style of play that's let's working the dog lie, and I I, 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 put emphasis on the word dog. Okay. <laughs> Don't lay Dustin Penner on Jesse Pulley He's playing good for Pete's sakes.
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't. Spec Dustin did have a 32 goal season with this team where he was yeah. plus yeah, plus plus seven on a last place team. So, but mm-hmm. but he frustrated. He, he and by the way, he he has won a, a a couple Stanley Cups as well. In favor, he only played 589 games in his career. Late bloomer. It's it's a. I mean, I get what he's saying. He's a big man, and we look at big man differently. But again, what what I love about what we're seeing is, like, he's gonna end up getting a chance in the power play here, with the way he's playing, because he's doing all of the little things, like, this is the stuff that he was failing at before, Spec. This was the yeah. stuff where you could, like, he's doing all the little things where you have no choice, and, and sometimes when you do all those little things, Mark, the big things, the reward, put the puck in the mat, they seem to follow, you know what I'm saying?
1: No question. That's the like when you look at the tools, the toolkit of Jesse Pulveri. You know, I always wondered why is a guy six foot four always on the seat of his pants here. Like he had to figure figure out that you know I'm bigger than everybody else. There should be someone else on the seat of their pants, not me. So he's figured that out. Uh, why wouldn't a guy that big be able to go in the corner and come out with a puck fairly consistently? Well, it takes a while to figure that out. You, know? you don't just walk in the door 19 and know that. And, and the other side of that coin is, Bob, when you're a great junior player, there's guys around you who do all that stuff for you. you know, A lot of great junior players uh, succeed on their skills and don't learn those finer points, and that would define Jesse Pujarvi. So he's picking all that stuff up, He's playing the way a guy that's six foot four should play. And uh, you know what? This is just a young guy figuring out the game, man. We, we, we're all guilty of impatience. We're all guilty of expectations based on where a guy was, was drafted. Look at uh, Sam Bennett. You know, he was number four overall. Turns out Sam Bennett's a good bottom six player. That's what he is. In Calgary, look at when was where, where they picked for ten, and was he not six overall? Paul? Six,
0: six six overall. He's a third line right wing. That's what he is. If,
1: if that, you know, he's a third line right wing. So, I'm yes, he pull might still be a first line right wing here. There's no one could tell me that that they they know for sure he won't be. So let's just kick back here and enjoy. A young guy who has figured it out. And it starts, to me, with the language. You know, I think what we're learning here, Bob, one of the, the reveals here with Jesse Poyarvi, I think he had to spend his first stint here um Duping everybody, that he understood what he was hearing, that he knew what was going on, and I don't think he faked it well. I think that his lack of understanding of the language inhibited him to learn the game. There's no question his language skills are better, and it's helping him to, to understand what's expected of him, and now he's delivering. Good for the kid. Way to go. Mark,
0: if he works his tail off like he's working right now, and if he just plays in the straight lines and goes to the front of the net and engages on the four check and gets involved in turning pucks over. And if that's all he is this season at 22, and then he keeps growing over the next—that's my point. What's yeah. he gonna? And it might reveal yeah. a bit about. The, it might reveal a bit about the Oilers as an organization as well. This might be. A, I mean, this could be a bit of a swing guy. And I just look at Yamamoto. I think what Yamamoto—75% on the player, 25% on the organization. It's intriguing to watch. It's
1: exciting to watch. Let's that's yep. uh, us get to, for sure. Is underrated here, right? you know we Jesse's the 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 found money and we watch Draymond and McDavid cuz they're so great and meanwhile Yamamoto just grinds it out every game and makes plays and Steals pucks from guys twice his size and he, he's a thir- he's don't sleep on Yamamoto. he's gonna be a valuable part of the top six here for a long time.
0: Well, he's right now he's the third through the first seven games of the year, he's no worse than the third best forward on the team. I mean right. I want I want New- let's get this out of the way right now so all the listeners are aware. I want Nugent Hopkins re-signed as badly as anybody. I'd like to see Ryan start and finish his career in Edmonton. Okay? Ryan has, you know, he looked a little bit better last game. It might have had to do with who was on the right side, too. But Yamamoto has outplayed Ryan through the first seven games of the year. And uh it is exciting. Yep. It, it's an exciting thing. Let's look at the rest of the North Division. Uh Montreal, we all knew spec. They were going to have the depth. Uh Here's what's scary about what they accomplished 4-0 and 2. I don't think their goaltending tandem, which I think is the best in Canada, I don't think they stole them a game. Like they're four zero and two with six road games, <laughs> and their goalies didn't steal them a game, and they've got the best goaltending. That's looking like a pretty good hockey club. Oh,
1: for sure. They're they're. You know what? Um, Bergvall's made a ton of deals here. He's done a lot of things, and they're starting to click together. You know, give the GM some credit. Like we questioned, you know, Weber for PK. Well, that's a slam dunk. That trade. Right, who wouldn't take Weber over PK every day as we speak? You know he made that Pacheraedi move and brings back Suzuki's. I don't think you wouldn't trade Suzuki straight up for Pacheraedi. Didn't they not get a first-round pick with from Vegas as well? They got
0: Tatar, who's had 58. Oh, that's it.
1: 58 and 60. How about
0: like Mark? Yeah. Vegas gave up a first, second, and a third in three consecutive years to Detroit for Tatar. Then they turned around and moved Tatar, Suzuki, and a second-round pick to Montreal to get Pacheraedi. Now you wouldn't trade. Suzuki straight up for already And nope. by the way, Tatar has got hundred and nineteen points the last two complete se- or the last two
1: seasons. <laughs> so yeah, give Bergie some credit. He's done a good job building yeah. a team there and and uh you know they and they're building it with a foundation of carry pricing goal. Yeah. You know, and they you know, we we always lament here in Edmonton. There's no number one defense in, well, they got one for sure in Shea Weber and the kid they come, they have coming up here, uh, Rom- uh, Romanov, who's playing regularly now. Oh, boy, does he look like a good player. So yeah. they, they, Good players yeah. in Montreal. That's why they're winning. They're not going to win every game the way they are so far, but uh, I wouldn't want to face them. You, know, you want to face them as little as possible. They rolled through the West pretty good here, didn't they? Yep.
0: Uh, Toronto, Calgary, they play tonight, and uh, for the listeners that are unaware, Jack Campbell is out multiple weeks after... Ooh, Accidentally on purpose? Is that what happened? Like, here's the thing no, I'll no, say
1: about no, no—it's a lower body injury, so okay. I, don't, I don't think it had to do with that Kachuk thing.
0: Oh, with with the Kachuk thing. Tell me this though—was that accidentally on purpose by Kachuk? Was it a greasy play? Because here's what I would say about Kachuk—I didn't like his act until the point that he fought Cassian. Since the time that he's fought Cassian, he's been the instigator, squaring up with guys. He's gone after guy Like he went after Blake Wheeler first shift of the count. Cal- you were in the building spec. First shift Calgary-Winnipeg in that play-in series. He went after Corey Perry. Uh, It it would not surprise me that some of his veterans said, some of his teammates said, hey, if you're going to play that way, you got to back yourself up. If you're going to run around and blow guys up, you got to be ready to drop the flippers. I wonder whether or not tonight Wayne Simmons, Toronto, like Campbell's out a while. I guess we'll see how badly Toronto felt about that play. What, What did you think of that play, by the
1: way, Mark? Ah, it's just another Kachuk play. You know, he's... Listen, when I think of Matt Kachuk, like, his first of all, he's a really good player. You know, he played for my yes. team every day. He's better than all the other guys they drafted around. Except for Austin Matthews, he's the best guy in that draft. So, fine, he's a good player. But... You know, he kind of reminds me of Mr. Magoo in those old cartoons, you know. Remember, he couldn't see any good. He'd drive around and leave these huge pile-ups pile behind him, and he'd drive away completely oblivious to the fact that six cars were steaming in the side of the road. Well, that's bad Kachuk. Right, you, you can't tell me you're not a dangerous player when everyone around you is continually getting injured. Everyone around you, you know, he, he puts Cassian, he sees Cassian's not looking, so he speeds up and tries to crush him. He All of a sudden, Shifley comes up with a, almost you know what could have been a very serious Achilles injury in the playoffs. All of a sudden, we see a guy fall on two knees on the goalie's head. When's the last time you saw a different guy do that? I've never seen a guy land on a goalie like that. So... You know what, Kachuk's just – he can play his game. He's an effective guy. The only thing I don't like about his game is – Every time he steps over the edge, someone either gets hurt or yeah. almost gets hurt. And yeah. I'm not into guys who are hurting other guys, man. Whether they well, fight, whether they score, I don't care about any of that stuff. Don't run around injuring people if yeah. you don't
0: mind. Right? Fair, completely fair perspective, Mark. Uh, and, again, we'll see if Simmons ends up having a conversation with him tonight. I will tell you, Mark, uh, I was the worst player on the pylons uh, in 2003, 2004. We were in Division One Alberta men's. And if somebody had done that, and we had a couple – We had an NHL player on our team during that summer hockey season. Uh, If somebody had done that to our goalie in a game in that league, that guy would have had the crap kicked out of him by five different guys on the ice. And then... If he had survived that, there would have been five more guys waiting in the parking lot for him. I, I, that's, and maybe it's a little bit different over time here, over the last 16 and 17 years. But it was, it was like, I thought it was greasy, but I'll give Kachuk credit. He's taken on more of those battles, and he is a hell of a player. Like, the suggestion, I, I, I forget which analyst it was with sports then. They said Johnny Goodrow is the stir in the flames. For, what are you watching? Matthew no, Kachuk? best player. By a mile, he totally. Totally, totally yep. drives the play. Toronto, are they taking on a little bit of a wobble here with some injuries to some of their depth?
1: Well, they are at five and two, though they can afford it now, right? They've yep. they've built up a little bit of a cushion, so you know the, this is what we're talking about with the Oilers. So the Oilers come in tonight at three and four, and and you know they got to get to the point where they can every game isn't is what we used to call sweat ball. Like you gotta you know, win a few in a row. So sure, Toronto's. You know they lose a backup goalie, and we've all seen the issues. They don't have two good goalies here. But uh, generally, Toronto's fine. I don't mind Toronto. They got not a bad team. You can't convince me that they've, they've, they're ready to be a good playoff team. You can't convince me of that yet. I don't know how Wayne Simmons is going to help you in the playoffs because I'm watching him play and he doesn't skate. Like, he can't skate anymore. Uh, Joe Thornton didn't see enough of him. He's out for a while, so who knows. But I'm not sure they're that much better a team than the team that lost the qualifying round last year all right
0: uh you said that Matthew Kuchuk is the second best player next to Matthews in 2016. this number two and number three overall picks got traded in the same deal uh that yeah. trade that trade Columbus uh, number three Dubois uh going to Winnipeg for Patrick Liney as well as Jack rosslovic who was a late uh, first round of the year
1: before of the Jets who won the trade Winnipeg or Columbus uh that's a good question isn't it Who won the trade? Such a goofy trade because whenever I see a guy that wants out, you know, first of all, I don't like guys that sort of push their way out of town. But when you're playing for Tortorella, maybe there should be an asterisk there, (laughs) you know, because lots of guys don't mesh with Tortorella, me being one of them. So, you know, where does the trade lie, Bob? Uh, they're such different players, you know. Pierre-Luc Dubois is that big, solid centerman. He distributes the puck pretty well. Patrick Laine is a 40-goal sniper, you know. And who's Jack Roslovic? I don't know. I got to see Jack Roslovic play a little bit before I even know what kind of player he is.
0: Mark, I'm of the belief Winnipeg won the trade. They now have two number one centers. I mean, and two big number one centers between Shifley and Dubois. Uh, they're not McDavid and Dreisaitl, but the Oilers don't have Hellebuck in goal. And uh, Edmonton's D's are work in progress. I might suggest Edmonton might actually have more options, uh, especially long-term, than Winnipeg on defense. But if I was the, a Jets fan, I'd be pretty excited about
1: getting Dubois in there. I think that's well, a pretty I'm good thing. excited fit. about getting Dubois, but you lost a 40-goal power play. You know a forty-goal guy here, right? Like Patrick Linez don't grow on trees, man. Sure. I'll tell you what, you know, he's a pretty special sniper. And uh, I mean, the biggest issue in Winnipeg is is its eternal issue, Bob. Guys who don't want to play there. And how can you build when you get a good player like Liney and he doesn't want to play there? Roslavic wants out. Uh, is What's Dubois going to say? He's got two years left in the deal this year and next. Uh, what's he going to say? Is he going to want to stay there long-term, Bobby? Better. Because if he wants out too, now you're in real trouble.
0: All right, final one for you. Wayne Gretzky turns 60 today. Special <laughs> guy. I already mentioned, uh, and you, I'm sure you'll reinforce this, he treats people... Uh, unbelievably well uh a very accessible star would you
1: not agree who was the uh, ordinary superstar bob was it johnny rogers johnny rogers out (laughs) of nebraska (laughs) yeah yeah Wayne gretzky is the ordinary superstar you know he's a canadian he acts like a canadian you know, he doesn't Wayne Gretzky'd be happy to walk up to someone and put his hand on, say, Yeah, I'm Wayne Gretzky. He doesn't walk up and says, Don't you know who I am? <laughs> You'd never hear that from Wayne Gretzky. So he represents his family, himself and his country. Well, if you had to tell me there's gonna be a guy in your country who's gonna be the best in the world at what he did in the history of the game and he's gonna conduct himself the way Wayne Gretzky conducts himself, I'm gonna say, I'll take Wayne Gretzky all day. I don't want a guy that's I don't want buried bonds. Right? I want Wayne Gretzky because he's humble, and he respects people, and he's approachable, and he, I think he represents Canada as well as so we could be possibly ask for, Paul. I'll uh, call you after
0: 2 o'clock, Speckley, about a funny uh, story that happened a couple of years ago in Nashville.
1: Awesome stuff. Uh, Mark, thanks for your time, my man. All right, Bobby, have a great day. Enjoy the game tonight. You bet. That is SportsNet
0: Spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in our province's horse racing and breeding industry. We'll take a 90-second timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. It's 126 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 chat. Connor, he's got 22 points in 15 games against Winnipeg. We'll get a look at the Jets coming up with CJOP's Jamie Thomas. Not uh, before I tell you, cars cost less than what's outstanding customer service, a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford, nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. I'm in an F-150 right now. I can tell you that their year-end event is currently taking place uh, through the end of January at Brent Ridge. Let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Well, they can help you out. You can reach them at one 3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Kevin Robertson has a global news weather traffic update. Then we'll get to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk beef jerky when we come back in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.